31. 31 weeks. We're probably like 32, 33 weeks because in case we skipped one or two. <laughs> Don't count on us to count on things. Yeah, right. <laughs> and no one paying me to do this yet. <laughs> yet. Shout out my sponsors. Yeah, right. Yeah, no Don't forget ads. to buy merch. No free ads. <laughs> Now, week 31, what's today? Monday, because I finally went on that flow trip and got back on Sunday. And then when I got back, it was probably like, oof, I want to say like 1 o'clock, something like that, one thirty, two o'clock. And then as soon as I got home, I just unpacked everything, put all the food away or whatever drinks were left, and then sat down on the couch, showered, passed out. I had a fantasy football draft Sunday night. Yes, but sir. I passed out before it, <gasps> so I got auto draft. No. <laughs> yeah, but it's a deep league, so I mean, it's really hard to do good in that league anyways. So so it was a good spread? Yeah, it was fair. It was yeah. pretty even regardless. For sure. So I'm not terribly mad at it, and I looked at the waiver wire, and I had first pick this morning, so mm. fingers crossed I still have it when it goes through. For sure. I'm yeah, I did it. my draft on uh, Saturday. For work? Uh, yeah, it's a work group um, for fantasy. Yeah, we did. Uh, but I'm but I'm in the 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 league with the kids right now. So <laughs> all my junior Marines, they uh, came up to me on like Thursday or Wednesday or something, and they were like, "Hey, uh, Cesar, by the way, we have fantasy, and we're down a person. You trying to get in on this?" And I was like, "Dang, I was I was gonna skip this year, you know? Like I wasn't. Yeah, yeah I'll like do that it. One yeah, set up. yeah, yeah. There's a couple people that." Like had offered as like backup spots, and I was like, nah, I don't know about this year. But the kids were hyped about it, so I was like, yeah, yeah, put me in. We had a group chat, and then obviously the chat on the uh, we we did the ESPN app, yeah. And everybody was talking cat every time someone drafted someone. Really, that's who you're gonna pick? <laughs> like, bro, he's, he's listed as number one right now. What do you mean? <laughs> really, I'd have chose him instead. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I had that's a couple. Good. I had a couple different ones. I have one for my new job. We had a uh, fantasy football league, and this is my first year in it. So oh, I was nice. pretty excited about it. Yeah. And then that one's going to be for a pot. I think that one's a pretty big, decent sized pot for the first okay. and second player. And then no one else gets anything. Uh. Um, and then and I got another one with my buddy's family that I've been doing since like 2011 or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that one's pretty good, but it's pretty deep. Like I was saying, that was the one that auto drafted. Um, the one that I got the draft at work, I feel real, real confident about. Ooh. I feel like, unless like, <laughs> excuse me, unless like three or four of my players like just are duds this year, there's no right. way I don't get like first or second place. There no way. My team is so stacked. Yeah. Now, what I don't what know draft if, order were you? Uh, I think I was, there's 10 people and I was ninth. So I had like oh, nine no and then two spaces and then I got to pick again. And then it was like a big oh, okay. gap because it was snaked. But like my For team, sure. like oh, I'm trying to think. I know I got Lamar Jackson, Mike Same. Evans, Aaron Jones, James Robinson, Cooper Couples in my flex. <laughs> it's pretty stacked. I think my starting tight end was Mark Andrews. My number one defense or my defense is the 49ers. That's and not a my, bad. That's not bad this year. My yeah. kicker is McManus because he's in Denver and he's going to be kicking a mile high for like six out of or half of his games at least. That's not bad. And then uh, my bench is pretty stacked too. Look, I got Elijah Moore from the Jets who's supposed to have a good year. He's a rookie. I picked uh, John mm-hmm. Smith who's like the number one tight end on the Patriots this year. Yep. We just paid a lot of money. I picked up. Uh, 
who else was on my bench? I think Zach Ertz is on my bench. Like it's pr- it's crazy. It's not bad. I'm, I'm gonna be shocked if I do really bad this year. Yeah. Oh, I got Trevor I Lawrence up, on my uh, bench too. Ooh, okay. okay. <laughs> it was crazy stat. <laughs> I picked up J.K. Dobbins the day he got injured oh, that Saturday. No. So when I was watching the game, I thought it was a groin injury. <laughs> like when I saw it, I was like, that's got to be his groin. Like that's what it looked like, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, you give him three weeks, he'll be fine, you know? Oh, I didn't see and that. I was I looking, I was looking up, uh, only reason I was watching games is because I know I had the draft Saturday night. Yep. And so I was looking stuff up. So the way I draft is I draft off my phone. I have like a couple news clips on the TV and then I'm doing research on my computer. Like it's a whole mm-hmm. event for me. You know, I got mm-hmm. three screens up. So I grabbed Dobbins and I'm like, you know what? Like I'm thinking about it too. Like how bad is this injury really going to, it just happened today, you know? Oh, and no. I fucking grab him and literally that afternoon, that afternoon, they're like, yep. Season ending freaking uh, knee injury and then so i grabbed gus edwards so he's on the same team he and i'm like thinking backup, he's gonna right? be I, yeah i'm thinking he's gonna be first look for running back for for um I for think so too, they've been they've been hyping him up um this preseason too mm-hmm. like on the sidelines and shit like they've arrested him and everything so i think he should be good yeah i think i'm fine with that as like my my uh i, I have him in flex right now because i had dobbins there and then i was like you know what let me grab Gus just in case this injury is for real and turns out mm-hmm. it's literally hours later, like the next morning, they were like, yep, he's out for the season. I was like, God bless. Oh, no. That's why I God wanted a bless. pick that was like further back in the draft because I was like, if anyone's going to get hurt, good chance it's one of these people that's going to be like top 10. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't want to pick like a superstar that everyone's going to be so reliant on. You know what I mean? So right. I wanted to be further down so that I could get someone that I feel like I'd be a little safer with. And then I did. Oh, For that sure. team I got uh, Mike Evans on. I, I also have Keenan Allen on that team. Oh, okay. And it's a PPR league. So my two receivers are Keenan Allen and Mike Evans. That's not bad. Yeah, <laughs> That's a crazy, crazy. I grabbed, um, I grabbed Stevenson from the Patriots, the running back. I think I, he's a rookie oh, this year. I think he hear is me too. Out. Mm. Hear me out. Hear, this, so he was my very last pick. I was looking through the stuff and I was like, "There's, it's it's just, you know, whomever at this point. Did right. I use that word right? Whoever, whomever. It's whomever. it's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's whatever at this point. But um, so I grabbed him because I'm thinking that maybe not the first half of the season, but I think the second half of the season, especially the way Bill Belichick runs through his team, you know, like people are getting breaks. I think this kid is gonna get a look and he's gonna surprise a lot of people. I think he's one of my my little hidden gems in there. I was conferring with some folks when I was drafting. I may or may not have been cheating, but I was talking with some people about it uh, when it came up, and I was like, you know what, let me grab him. Let me grab him. Is it a deep league? How many people are in it, 10? Yeah, it's 12. Ooh, 12, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a lot of folks. Mm -hmm. And I think I was was fourth or fifth, which is a perfect spot to be in if you're snaking. Right in the middle, yeah. Yeah, it was perfect, so... I got Lamar Jackson also. My defense this year is the Ravens. That's not and terrible. I'm, it's not the Giants. They got, got good I secondary. Love them. You know, love the they Giants got, to death. <laughs> they have but defense ain't <laughs> the defense ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> Although Blake did, Martinez did have that nasty interception off the Patriots thank you. over the weekend. That, that was, was great. Good. That was, was pretty great. good. I was on was it a two-point game? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. But we were, Stevenson was running all over y'all. That's probably why you picked him up. She is yeah. a Giants fan, if y'all couldn't tell. And I'm a Patriots fan. Boop, boop, boop. 
but I, I do agree. I think Stevens is going to have a big year on the Patriots, but I, I think I don't, so too. It's like nobody else knows about him. And like, I know quite a bit about him because I'm a Patriots <laughs> fan, but right. I think he'll still be there week eight. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. on the waiver wire. So I think I'll be able to sneak him like before he starts getting hot. I think so too. I, I think it was a good, like quick snag that nobody else was really paying attention to. Like I'm also from Massachusetts, so I still keep up with Patriots stuff. And right, like Alex is stuff. a big Pats fan, you know? So I'm like, let me peep his stuff anyway. <laughs> and and I kind of just snuck him in there at, at the very end. I don't think anybody was keeping their eye on him too much. I'm also hesitant got- about anybody on the Patriots though, because like, yes. even like I picked up Jacoby Myers and John Smith on my team, but they're both on the bench because I don't trust the Patriots to like, if, if someone's going to get hot, they're going to get hot for like one or two games and then someone else is going to get hot. Yep. Because <laughs> they're not yep. just going to keep giving the same person the ball unless they're like the next fucking Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Right. That That's, that's why like when it comes down to it. So I don't like picking from the giants and I don't like picking from the Patriots because I know the way Bill Belichick coaches one and two, <laughs> the Giants. You know, <laughs> I love so them. De- I'm gonna support them. I'm it's support so them. annoying. I hate watching it sometimes. It's so yeah. it gets so boring because if it doesn't work and we lose, hey, we live by the sword, we die by the sword. We're either gonna run all over you for 400 yards with this new Cam Newton two tight end set offense, yeah. or we're gonna run for like 80 yards and throw like 10 interceptions. You know, I passed up on Cam Newton too. Um, I wouldn't because, have even bothered. Yeah, I passed up on him. He he was set above some people that I was like, there's no way, you know? But I passed up on him because I was thinking, you know, with the way the O-line works, he's not going to he's not gonna get me the points that I want to, the way I want to get it. Like, I played a league one year where I had, um, who did I have? I had OBJ. And uh, he was throwing touchdowns when, this was a while ago, he was throwing touchdowns and I wasn't getting any fucking points for it. You know, so yeah. and then I'm thinking, like, well, with the, with the way this league's set up, yeah, the if rules. I get a quarterback that can run a little bit, you know, I'm gonna still get some points for that. So I went with Lamar Jackson, he was set pretty high this year in projections. Um, but I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I tried to get Russ right before that, but the person literally right in front of me grabbed him, so I was Ooh. like, fuck. So Lamar was like my backup. But then I also got yeah. Trevor Lawrence on my bench, and I know he's going to be a day one starter. So if he gets mm. hot, I'll just throw him in. But I figured Lamar's going to get those rushing touchdowns anyways. You know what I mean? I think so. Yeah, I think so. so. He's like the new version of Cam. Like you're going to get those throwing, and you're going to get those rushing. Exactly. But. Yep. I had a CD Lamb too, and everybody's like, so I drafted him, and then everybody's like, he's out right now. He's out, and I'm like, bro, he's on COVID protocol. He'll be back in two weeks. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> I did my research. <laughs> yeah, he'll be back, bro. <laughs> but no, I think CD. I think CD's gonna have a good year. I think so too. Have you yeah. watched a Hard Knocks? Uh uh-uh. uh No, it's no. pretty good. I like watching Hard Knocks. It gets pretty in like it. It really shows you a lot of the stuff that maybe some teams just don't even want you to see. You know what I mean? Mm, okay. They're always there. They're always recording shit, and so they get like some funny shit, like the guys joking around like you would with your buddies. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. Stuff they won't show on like NFL films on YouTube or some shit like that. So it's pretty. I'm gonna cool. have to check that out. I haven't. No. It's nothing crazy. It's usually a bad team, so no one usually <laughs> not a ton of people are flocking to it, but fair, fair. <laughs> yeah, I feel pretty confident. It was a it was a, a good spread. Like there's a couple teams that like since I was with the kids this year, like they were like picking like tight ends in the third round and I was like, What are you doing? <laughs> That's bro? How what I is felt. going on? Yeah. 
but I feel pretty good about it. It seems like a decent spread, especially with a 12 man league. Like it's a lot of people. I think, I think I'm gonna do well this year. I don't know if I'm a hit top three, but if, if any of my children are listening, I'm for sure getting fucking top three <laughs> run, run your pockets. Fuck everybody. <laughs> eight, eight, but, but in all seriousness, I, I think I'm gonna do all right. <laughs> I know in the family league that we have, it's always some bullshit. Like something always happens. I know last year, I uh, I was the highest scoring person in our league, but I just so happened to play everybody on their best fucking week because I finished like eight. And no eight. shit! I swear to God, I swear to God, Oof. scored more points than everybody all year. Still finished like eight and eight or some shit. Superman happens like some bullshit like that always happens. And then, Damn. Um, so I don't get. I stopped getting worked up over it a couple of years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I just have fun with that league and like try to get lucky in the waiver wire, but. The, the work one, I definitely feel really, really good about. That was one where it's like you have that one crazy person pick like Allen Robinson first overall. And then because good. I live in Kansas City, like three Chiefs players were picked in the top five mm, or something oh my like God. that. I almost <laughs> never pick from my team. I don't want to let my bias get in the way. You exactly. Know? I try to but stay I, away from my team too. I did grab Saquon Barkley. Have to. Have to. Yeah. I Would think that's a good choice. Number three no overall what. pick or something like that? Yeah. I think so. It's close. Close. Yeah. Would you say you he were went, like four or five? I was four, I think. Four or, f- four or five. I don't know. I was four. I'm going to say mm-hmm. four. Yeah, but I still grabbed him because I was like, you know, he he's kind of like, he got injured his first season. He got hurt this last season. Though. So so I feel like he needs to prove himself, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's going to bounce back. He looks healthy. There hasn't been yeah. any talk about him like struggling with anything. No, he played a little bit in preseason. Um, he's been full practice for a while now. Like I have, I, I think he's going to do fine. I'm real confident with him. Maybe overly confident with him. I feel good about it. <laughs> yeah, when fine. he's healthy, he's like top two running back in the league. A hundred percent. Yeah, he's a freak. He's the best running back I've seen since like Barry Sanders. Just like yeah. talent wise alone, like you can't yeah. teach a lot of people what Saquon's got. I'll take I don't that. think, anyways. I don't like. I feel like McCaffrey's good, but McCaffrey is good, like, technique good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, McCaffrey learned everything he's good at. And he, yeah. like, worked at everything he's good at. That's why I like him. He's a fucking workhorse. That dude's huge. I knew he was going to be good <laughs> when he was a rookie, but everyone said he was so small. And then he put on, like, 40 pounds in his second offseason or whatever. <laughs> he was yoked. He was crazy. Have you seen those uh, people that walk routes, like, in China? Yeah. That shit cracks me up that every shit is time. So funny, bro. Every time walking routes, like you, you know how focused you gotta be, like <laughs> just like trying to cross somebody up by walking. Yes, <laughs> that shit is hilarious. Leaving ankle. So we got a, we do like um, like the we're a, a big like a what's the word for <clears throat> You'll PT? Get there. You'll get there. Thank you. <laughs> and we do like exercise with the entire platoon on like Fridays. Like a warm up or whatever? No, no, no. Like PT on Fridays. Okay, it's okay. the whole platoon. <laughs> but but we work out with the whole group, all, all like 70 of us on Fridays. And we're playing football this Friday. And uh, we said that in the beginning, we're going to do walking routes to see who gets uh, <laughs> first and second pick for for captains. <laughs> Y'all did it? Was anyone good? We, no, we're going to do it uh, on Friday. So I'm going to have to let oh, you know. Oh, hell yeah. 
I plan uh, on leaving someone in the dust. Some of them. Record yeah, some of them. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I wish I was still like around a big group of people I could go do shit like that with. You know what I mean? Yeah, fair. Like, that's how, that was one thing that was cool about the military is you felt like you were still kids. Like you could just hit up your buddies yep. down the hall and like go play football or something. You know what I mean? That's yeah, one thing that so- like it stretched out your your childhood days. Absolutely. We do um we get off around one or two on, on Fridays, so it's like early days for us. Oh, nice. And uh a big group of us go and play basketball after work, like at the gym. So we're like a bunch of kids like in a rec room, like That's awesome. just playing ball at the end of the day. Yeah, you you guys uh trying to pick up a team real quick. We'll we'll go right now. Like it's hella fun. It's hella fun. That's what we used to do before I got out because we were all like switching units and shit and everyone was departing. So for like a couple of months, we played a uh, sport just every Friday morning for PT. So yeah. we had like those beach volleyball pits right outside our barracks. Yeah. We'd go play those on Friday morning or play basketball at the gym or play badminton or some shit. Our shit was hella fun. I definitely miss that. Badminton. God bless. It's been a minute since I played some badminton. <laughs> badminton is for the less athletic people. Who don't mm-hmm. know how to hit a volleyball properly? I.e. myself. I was fucking garbage at volleyball. Slid that one right in. I.e. myself. <laughs> garbage at volleyball. But um, now, nah, so I went on. I finally went on the damn float trip this weekend or this past weekend. Nice. That's why I was so damn tired on Sunday. That's why I passed out hella early. Um, but now that shit was so fucking fun. That shit that's was awesome. awesome. Hell yeah. That's like that's like what I've been expecting since I moved to the Midwest was like some crazy right. big event like that. And I thought it was yeah. fucking sick. Like it wasn't too crazy because like none of the college kids were in town. Like it was mostly awesome. just locals. So I felt like I was like looking around and seeing a bunch of people from the Ozarks. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like I do, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I felt like I was like dropped right into the middle of that show. Like I was just chilling on this really like shallow. Like it got kind of deep in a couple areas, but for the most part, it was like waist high. Nice. And so we were just chilling on these rafts, floating through areas, like pulling over to the sides and like stopping and hanging out with big groups of people. And like everyone was just hella drunk, having crazy fun. It was so cool. I like that. We're out there. I think we did seven or seven or nine miles or something like that. Holy and, uh, shit. Yeah, we were out there for like 12 hours because <laughs> we stopped a how couple do, of times. <laughs> how do you get back? Uh, we just floated all the way back down to our camp. Wait, so wait, when wait, we got wait, there, wait. when we got there, we had a camp or whatever. We set up camp. And then the next morning, the bus took us from our campsite mm-hmm. all the way to the drop-off zone where we got our boats and all that shit. And then when okay, we got okay. in our boats, we basically just floated all the way back down till we hit our campsite. That's lit. That's <laughs> good. So we didn't have to like get off or get on a bus or nothing at the end. We just we were back. Nice. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. So we did that, but it was it ended up being way longer than we thought it was going to be because we thought it was going to be like a mile an hour or whatever. You know what I mean? But we ended up stopping right. way more often and staying places for a couple hours and like we got drunk, so it was hard to paddle because all the boat the rafts were so big. And we tied them all together yeah. and shit. <laughs> and fucking, we, we ended up like having to like push it for like the last three miles, maybe four miles. Oh, like we were no. trying to push before it got dark. Yeah. <laughs> so we were getting swarmed with horse flies and bugs. Oh, and no. Like it was crazy. Like one dude was killing horse flies and like swatting them and then lining them up on the fucking raft so that all his buddies could see them. <laughs> 
that shit was crazy. But there were so many fucking horse flies. It was nuts. Like they were Yikes. biting through your shirt and shit. Oh, fucking crazy, man. We had to deal with that for like four miles. But now it was crazy. Yeah. Finally, I got my legs got a little cut up. I was chilling in the water for most of it. Uh, I was exhausted the next day. I Just bet. fucking spent. And my body was crazy sore. I felt like I did like a full body workout. But I guess it makes <laughs> sense because I was swimming quite a bit. Um, yeah. But nah, it was it was crazy fun. Like a day of rest, I'm good to go. I'm fucking fine. I got a nice little tan. Managed to not get burnt, luckily. I was there responsible. Go. Only got like one, one or two bug bites somehow. Managed to get lucky. Um, but nah, it was mad fun. Got to test out my new tent, uh, my new cot. Shit was super comfy. It felt like luxury camp. And we had some raccoons run through our camp <gasps> one of the nights. Yeah, I guess uh, one person left their light on too. So when like if you looked out your tent, I didn't see him because I was like dead asleep. But and I didn't have my windows open. I should have. But the, I guess if you looked outside because the light was still on, you could see like five or six of them running around our tables, and you could hear them oh, running around shit. your head at night and like growling and shit. It was fucking. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, they were hella close. But that shit was mad fun. I posted some pictures online if y'all want to go check them out. That shit was mad cool. Definitely have to do it if you come in town like during the summer or some shit. Yeah. I think next time I want to do it with like a, a kayak or some shit like that because then you could just kind of like go real smooth. And then if you want to speed up, you could speed up and get through everybody. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. That shit was mad fun. Mad people just passed out drunk in their boats. and <laughs> <laughs> There's spots where you like jump off the side into the water. It was mad cool. That's awesome. Hell Damn, yeah. now I want to do some country shit. Hell yeah. It was, like I'm, I usually don't <laughs> go do this. Like I haven't done anything crazy like that since like going to Six Flags. You know, that's the only thing I could like compare mm. it to. It was like a big event. Or like how if you right, want to go right. to the beach back home, you got to make it a whole day event. Right. That's for sure. It's for sure a lot like that. But it was mad cool. My voice a little was a little groggy. I don't know if it still is, but I was like hella yelling and like getting drunk. I was hella dehydrated. <laughs> All I was drinking was like this little bottle of liquor I had in my pocket because it fit in my pocket and it wasn't glass. <laughs> I was trying to stay in the water so I could keep it cold. <laughs> but that's all I had. I was just drinking that all day whenever I'd get thirsty. And then when we got back, we had like some burgers and some water and shit. But we all passed out. We were exhausted. I bet. We didn't get much sleep when we were up there either. I think we went to bed at like like one or two the first night and then got up at like six or seven. And the second night, I think I went to bed pretty early. But a lot of people stayed up. I think I probably went to bed at like 10, 30, 11. And then we all got up at like six or seven the next day again. So They're y'all were camping too. Yeah, we were camp. So we set up a little oh, campsite okay. the first night we got there and then woke up in the morning, left, came back, camped the second night, and then went home in the morning. Shit was mad fun. That's not bad at all. I'm gonna try that shit. Definitely going to get it <laughs> next year. I don't know if they do them like more often or not, but I mean, even the group of people I went with were just mad fun. They were so cool. I like that, yeah. Hell yeah. But that was my big event. I got a little suntan, a little scraps on my leg. Nothing crazy. He's a warrior. What'd you do over the week, man? You know, I finally uh, unpacked my house. So it's all set up and everything? Everything except for I need a dresser still. I still haven't gotten a dresser for my room. So where are your clothes? In the TV stand. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> is it big enough for all of them no <laughs> so some of them are still in boxes and shit 
No, so I put most of my stuff on hangers in the meantime. Like like I said before, like I got all my t-shirts on hangers and stuff like that. But um I have a, a big TV stand and it has like these sliding barn doors almost. Hmm. They like slide open and close so I could just slide them closed and I have a crap ton of clothes in my TV stand. Yeah, and then I have like these little uh Yeah, it's not bad. It's not hmm. bad at all. I have a 55-inch TV and it has plenty of space for it. I um I put the rest of my stuff. I have these little organizers, like like drawer organizers. I think I've talked about them yeah, before. Yeah, you did. I need to get some yeah, stuff. Yeah, they're <laughs> but they're they're my favorite thing ever. But they're stacked <laughs> up on. I have like a mini sectional couch. Yeah, it's like not a mini, like it's a sectional, but it's yeah. I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, so I have them on the like the foot part, just a couple, uh, like organizer containers sitting there that have like my socks and my chonies and my shorts and whatnot. <laughs> gotcha. That's smart. See, that's when it comes in handy when you don't have any pets. Cause you can exactly. just leave that shit out and they're not going to exactly. knock it down. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I can't leave yep. shit out, man. It's like I leave, live with a bunch of little kids. I come home from lunch and I left something out. It's going to be on the floor when I get back. Yep. Yeah. Shits, I man. remember those days for sure. <laughs> but yeah, the, the big event today, it rained for all of 10, 15 minutes. That's so it? it's it's tough for rain to get past because I'm like in a valley, but I'm I'm surrounded by some big mountainous areas. Damn. So it's hard for the rain to get in here. But when it does, my whole street was flooded. Like I tried to get home and I had to take a whole detour around. And then I, I have a, a crossover, uh, the Nissan Rogue. I've talked about the Nissan Rogue before. I love that thing. Um, so it's bigger. So I was able to get through like a lot of the spots, but some cars were like, it floods. So there's not in the desert. There's not a whole lot of like drainage or sewage outside because it doesn't rain very often. So when it does, you get 15 minutes, you get flash flood warnings all the time and it'll dry up pretty quickly. Like I'm sure if I were to go outside in like 30 minutes, like it'd be mostly dried up except for the big spots. Yeah. But yeah. So we work with, um, we work with explosives, so anytime there's lightning within 10 miles, we have to cease operations entirely. So we stopped work a little bit early today, um, oh, and nice. then I try to make yeah, try to make my way home, <coughs> and the uh, streets flooded, flooded entirely. So I sit like on top of a hill, so like going up to my apartment complex, there's like very little rain. None of my apartment flooded. Uh, so I was super what lucky for it, that. Like there was rain up there, it would get flooded. Yeah, for sure. Like a lot know. of the, a lot of the doorways here get flooded when it does rain all three times a year that it rains. But know. the doorways like get flooded because it like sits right at the entryway. But I was lucky; it got no water in the apartment at all. So Jeez. my car is freaking trash, and I washed it this weekend. And I'm <laughs> so mad about that. <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> I actually just washed mine this weekend. I've been meaning to do it for a little while now because I, when I was house sitting for Riley, um, he lives like around these trees that drop these little fruit on your car or whatever. So I oh, had this, right, right. Warm, this red shit all over my car. So I finally got it washed. I haven't like checked to see if it did a good job or not. But yeah, need to get something done. Been a minute. Yeah, I washed my car. I changed the battery in my car because it's been like three-ish years and my battery was starting to, so it's super hot out here. So if you don't have like a heat resistant battery, like it'll bulge 
in a couple years. So Damn. it was starting to bulge. It was getting time for me to change it anyway. So I switched out my battery, which was so easy. I didn't know. I was panicked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching YouTube videos for hours. Like, no, nah, batteries are easy. It's super easy. Just, I you just sh- picked it up and put a new one down. You just got to know which one to unplug first, right? Say that again. Sorry. You got to like know which one to unplug first. Like you don't want to take the the black one off before the red one or the red one off before the black one. Uh, uh, oh, shit. I don't, I don't look know. I'm that. asking. I don't know. Oh, oh okay. no. I <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, I didn't do any of that. I just popped them hoes off. I'm pretty I was, sure. I, I was scared I, the whole time I was going to electrocute myself. <laughs> whole time. I had like a little metal wrench because all my tools are like either tools that I borrowed from someone or someone left at my house. <laughs> you could have just brought it to like wherever you bought it and said, hey, y'all, can y'all change that for me? And they would have done it. Yeah, I bought the car in Massachusetts. So no, no, no. I mean, like, where did you get your battery? Like AutoZone, oh, AutoZone. or some shit? Yeah, yeah. Just tell them to change it. They would have done it. That's true. Yeah, that's what I normally do. What the fuck? God dang it! Get <laughs> <laughs> the fuck out of here! Like, like changing my damn battery and my damn yeah, work clothes. I fucking changed it at the hottest point of the day too. It was like one o'clock, and I was out there dripping. All right, like if it was easy. a if it was a weekend or something, I would have done it. But like, no, because I had to change my battery because it died on me. When I mm. like since I've had this car, but it was like four or five years I'd had it, and then it finally died, and I was like, no "Oh shit. shit, I probably just need a new one." Yeah. And so um, I just went and bought it, and then changed it out in front of the parking lot. It took like five seconds. It is super yeah. easy. That's what I did. <laughs> I just I was scared the whole time that I was going to fucking electrocute myself because I had a metal quite, wrench. There's quite a few things that are easy to change, like windshield wiper blades, batteries, brakes are kind of easy. You know what I uh, learned how to change uh, light bulbs in my car. Yeah, those are easy. Yeah. Brake lights, back just off it or whatever. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you have a freaking Chrysler, a coupe. But some cars are hard to. Do yeah, the easy you want to change the oil, you got to take a whole tire off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some cars are some bullshit. That's why a lot of people don't like new cars because they have all that plastic and shit in the way. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, but I've been learning <laughs> a lot about my car lately. Like, it's a 2012, and like you know, like little minor upkeep things, like switch out your lights because I had a brake light go out. Um, so I learned how to switch that out, change my battery, change my own oil. Not cause I needed to do it myself, but I was like, let me, let me learn how to be an adult. You know, <laughs> oil's pretty easy. You just got yeah, not bad right. at all. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely <laughs> don't do any of that shit though. You just take it somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like I know, like, I mean, it depends. Like if my buddy's doing his brakes or something, I'd be like, all right, fuck it. I'll bring my car over and we'll do our brakes. But. Right. Like, if it's just like a, I need to get this shit done in the middle of the week, then I'm just taking that shit somewhere. I'm not going to. Fair. I'm not taking my entire afternoon to change my fucking brakes or change the oil. <laughs> like, I live in an apartment. I don't have a driveway. You know what I mean? Right. That's a big <clears> thing. <throat> it's a space to do it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I could take it to my buddy's house, but pff, I'm just too lazy. Yeah. It's easier too to lazy. pay somebody. <laughs> too lazy. And it ain't expensive. It's like $20. Yeah. Well, depending you know, on what uh, you're getting, but. <clears throat> when I was unpacking, I had uh, had the TV going and whatnot, and I came across a doc- – so I was watch- re-watching a documentary, and then I came across another one. It's called Misha and the Wolves, right? Misha and the Wolves. Write it down. It's on Netflix. Misha and the Wolves. <laughs> Everybody, I'll give you a second to look for your pens. <laughs> but uh, it starts out, it's this uh, – Holocaust survivor, right? This older uh-huh. lady. Um, and uh, she's telling her story. She's, she's starting to tell her story, right? 
she got adopted by a family uh, and I'm not going to spoil it because I didn't finish it. I know I always spoil movies when I it's talk a, about It's that. a movie, like a recreation, like a documentary no, movie. Just it's a, movie? a whole, a whole hearted documentary interviews. It's all interviews. Oh, okay. There is a movie. It's in French about her story, but I only discovered that through the documentary. Um, so she's starting to tell her story about how she was adopted when she was younger and went to Christian school and, and, you know, stopped being Jewish basically. But when she was about seven or eight, her adopted parents told her, uh, like, this is where your real parents live here in Germany. And I think she's living in France at the time. Uh, and so she goes, she said like on a map, it didn't look that far. So she started she, she ran away one day and tried to walk to Germany. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it, it doesn't really tell her full story. So I'm already like, okay, well, what the heck is going on? You know, like, let me. So it's like bouncing around now? Right, right, right. So it's like bouncing back and forth and it's, you know, talking about little snippets of uh, she, she gets, she starts walking and she's walking through the woods and she's hiding from the Nazis and whatnot. Um, but it's not like going into depth about her story. And then it switches over to another person uh, who is a the owner of a publishing company. She said she heard her story at a synagogue one day. Uh, they're all at, at, at church together. I don't know what the synagogue is called. Is it, is it at church or is it at the synagogue? I have no idea. Wrong okay. Person. We're going to, we're going to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she uh, hears her story and she decides like, tries to convince her to, to make a book out of it. And so then it kind of fast forwards. And then it says like, like on the screen, like it's a blank screen. And then it says like, uh, like the publisher. And so then it starts and they start interviewing the publisher. And so I'm kind of confused, like, Ayo, like what happened to this girl's story? Like, how did she evade the Nazis? Like what's going on? Um, and so she starts to tell about how she wanted to convince her to make this book, to write this book. And so she finally convinces her. I think it takes her two years to convince her to write this book. Um, and then it shows another like black screen and then has uh, the wolf expert when she starts talking about her experience with wolves and she corroborates her story, you know, says like, yeah, like the way she describes it, like she had to act submissive to certain wolves. She waited for the alpha to eat first. Like she's like, all that shit makes sense. That's a hundred percent what you would do if wait, she was raised by wolves. That's what the story's about. Basically, right? She's not raised oh. by wolves because she was already like eight years old. I was trying, to, she, still like, trying to figure out what's going on here. Me too. That's how I felt the whole time <laughs> I'm watching this documentary. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Basically, she lives with wolves for a couple years. What the hell? While she's trying to get to Germany to find her parents. But That's then wild. uh the the publisher gets her like a big deal with Oprah and and Misha, the the you know, little Jewish girl at the time she's really hesitant to to interview with Oprah. She meets with uh, like a couple of the producers from the Oprah show and all this stuff, but she doesn't want to. Like it's it's a little bit too, too traumatic for her. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's just like too much pressure and whatnot. But then boom, the producers or the publisher rather that published her book is like, bruh, like go on Oprah. Like, what are you doing? Like, come on. Like, yeah. We're about to make some money. <laughs> and then it kind of like starts to unfold. And then a- another screen comes up and it says like the, the attorney. And I'm like, what? There's an attorney. What's going on? Right. What? Like I'm confused still. This is like 30 minutes in, like it's all happening so fast. And, 
apparently the two of them had a big falling out, Misha and the publisher, um, because Misha didn't want to do a lot of the stuff. And so she takes the publisher to court saying that she didn't, she's not getting the royalties from the book selling, you know? And the publisher is saying like, look, I have all these receipts. She's getting what I'm getting, you know, like this is the agreed upon amount. Amount. The way the producer kind of pitches it is um, everybody felt like really emotionally connected to this, you know, Holocaust survivor. And the way that Misha portrays it is I was freaking right, you know? Right. Um, and so that falling out causes the publisher to start digging into the story. So here comes another flash and it says like the, the geneticist. And so she comes out analyzing pictures and looking at the differences between the French version and the English version of the book. And there's inconsistencies. And then basically the, the publisher is like, I think she made up this story and Misha Misha's being interviewed on this documentary. So it's usually really rare that they interview someone that they're talking crap about, you know? Right, 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 right. right. So I have no idea if the story is real or not yet because I haven't finished the freaking documentary. <laughs> but it's intense. It took a minute to get started, and then I was confused. And I was like, yo, 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 what's going on? What is happening? But it unfolds like really, really quickly after the first like maybe 15 minutes. After that, you're like, oh, my God. What do they talk? What do you mean that doesn't make sense? But it was a kick-ass yeah. documentary, and I plan on finishing the rest as soon as we hang up. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, I have to watch that shit. There, I know there's a couple new things that just got released on both Netflix, HBO, like all that shit. But I, I haven't watched any of them yet because I've been mm. going all weekend. So I, I got some catching up to do. I still have to finish watching the season three of the Ozarks. There you go. This new one that you just told me about. <laughs> Excuse me. And then I know there's a new Jason Momoa one. Is there? On Netflix. On Netflix, yeah. I haven't oh. watched it yet. It's it looks a little crazy. I don't know really what it's about. It looks like a little like a little drama or something. Um and then I think there's one on HBO with Hugh Jackman. Mm. Uh, I haven't watched that one yet, but I heard that one's kinda good. I heard it's a little That's slow. Wolverine, but right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Wolverine. Um, but I can't, I I feel like there's gotta be more. I heard that the cooking Cowboys was a little slow and like, yeah, I get it. You lived in like Miami and sold drugs in like the eighties. There you go. Sounds like that. Yeah. I heard that story before. (laughs) Heard that one. (laughs) You know what I do want to see is, uh, the key and peel guys. Which one's the one that does scary movies? Oh, I think it's, uh, Jordan Peele. Yeah. So he's got a candy man. I don't know if it's out or coming out. Oh, yeah? But I definitely, they're only doing it in theaters now. Ooh, I didn't know yeah, that. I know they were dropping them on HBO for a little while. Yeah, but now they're like, hey, bro, run us our money. We just fixed these theaters. <laughs> <up>. Come back. <laughs> right, we just spent this money to get them fixed. Come back. Yeah, That's so funny. I definitely want to see that one. Because he's always got a like a song, you know? Like he always like flips a song to make it super creepy. Like, yeah. The first one was uh, one of those dang... It was a Beyonce song, I think. How do I not know what song it was? And um, Get Out? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, the the new one, sorry, is Toxic you... by Britney Spears. Mm, okay. Yeah. And then the one before that was, uh, God bless, what song was it? <laughs> oh, my. You know, he does songs like that, man. He makes them super cr- creepy. Yeah, I definitely don't remember. 
But now nah, he does make, I like how, and like he does this a lot in his scary movies too, where it'll like cut out the music and then it'll just be like one string instrument. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is like, and it's like, yeah. a string, it's like, yeah, that shit is creepy as fuck. Like, imagine like somebody was like, they couldn't talk, but they could use instruments and they were trying to tell you there was something behind you. <laughs> oh, the second movie was I Got Five on it. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's right. right. And then yeah. it like slows the song down. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember now. <laughs> yeah, the, he makes some. That's like his thing now. He better stick with it, you know? The he next does movie do that really comes good. Out. I like how he tries to throw in hidden messages to all his movies, too. Oh, my. They're insane. <coughs> they're insane. Excuse me. And a lot of the time he'll he'll even do like those those interviews after and like confirm like some of the theories that like fans yeah. came up with and whatnot. I yeah. love when when directors like tell you what it's supposed to be and say like you know those cryptic directors that are like, whatever you make of it is is what it meant to you. I'm like, no, bro, just tell me if I was right, you know? <laughs> I think that's why I liked uh the first Quiet Place movie with that John Krasinski mm. from the office cre- uh created or whatever with his wife. Yes. Um, because I remember in some interview we did, he said that, you know, he, he didn't describe, like give you all the details or tell you everything that happened because he, he read and like, like all this research that he was doing that, um, what are they called? Not reviewers, but like the audience, the audience is smart. You know what I mean? They're not stupid. You don't have to explain everything to them. Like let them use their imagination for some of it. Let them figure it out on their own. Like let them put that puzzle together. And he tried to incorporate that into his movie, but. I feel like he didn't do that so much in the se- the second one, and maybe that's why I didn't like the second one so much. I haven't even watched the second one yet. I think I'm behind the behind the power curve on that. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I'd just wait for it to come out on like Netflix or something. I wouldn't go get it, but it it definitely yeah. wasn't as good as the first one. But the first one was really good for sure, for sure. Yeah, the first one was great. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of music, <coughs> you yeah. know, uh, J Cole's new album. It's not that new anymore, but he has a song with. Little baby, pride is the devil. Pride I is love the, the way yeah, yeah. people sneak like artists into like transition artists into their song. Like, like so I love you when you don't it's, know that it, there's an artist in there or some shit. Yes, like like not <laughs> when it's like they have their own verse, uh-huh. you know. Like in Pride is the Devil, he's uh, what is it like? Count, uh, chop it up, count it up, flip it, and then little baby takes over the rest of the verse. Seamless seamless yeah. i have to I look love into that it. shit i have to look oh into it i don't know God. if i remember it off the top of my head i definitely know the song off the top of my head i just don't yeah, remember yeah. that part that transition is insane and i'm not i'm not a big logic fan but logic does another really freaking great transition with eminem <laughs> and when you listen to it and you're not expecting it you're like Oh shit! Run them ten seconds back real quick so I can double check that shit. Like it's insane. I love when artists do that. Any anytime, like you take music and like you add it into a movie or or you're you're just releasing a song or whatever the case may be, and it's got some crazy shit that you're not expecting. Like count me in. I'll listen to it. So I'm trying to kill a fly at the same time. It's been driving <laughs> around my head, or flying around my head for like the past fifteen minutes, driving me crazy. I saw it. Did you? <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> I saw you go Mother like, wait a second. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, like I definitely, f- oh, hold on, he's back. Oh. Get him, get him, get him. <sighs> Listen, Steven's too slow to catch this fly, but we're going to encourage him anyway. He's flying around my computer, so I'm trying to be careful Big not ass to hands. Like, turn off the podcast or something. <laughs> and his little ass fly, too. 
motherfucker, dude. Uh, but no, like I don't, I don't know if I can pinpoint when when artists are seamless, seamlessly mm-hmm. transitioning in songs off the top of my head. But I like when when um when there's a big instrumental or whatever, and then it Ooh. ends on the drum. So it's just like it's crazy instruments, and then it gets quiet. Or like all the rest of them stop and the drum doesn't and he finishes out his solo and then it stops and then cuts and the rest of the music comes back. Live for that. I, will, Live I love that for shit. it. That shit gives me so fucking hype. If I could just have like ten of those songs in the same playlist, I'll just listen to that at the gym. Yeah, for sure. No, I felt that. <laughs> have you heard um uh Kanye's new album? Donda or whatever really, it's called? Yeah. Not nah, because I think it came out over the weekend, didn't it? Or like Friday yeah. night or some shit? Something like that. I have yeah. not listened to it yet. I had and no I service a... all weekend, so I've been like MIA on everything. Oh, no shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think uh, Kanye dropped one. Did Drake drop an album too? So Drake's going to drop his next week. I know they had big beef and they were both waiting to drop their albums. So uh, They had beef? Yeah, so what Drake and and Ye didn't want to drop their album before the other for fear that somebody would throw a, a sneak diss on top of their album. So they have big beef right now. I don't know what? where it's stemming from. I don't know the, the origin of it. But I know they've been sneak dissing each other for a bit, for a while. Like I'm talking about like like uh, when Drake first blew up, type business they've always had like low-key beef and you know yeah it's know a little bit crazy yeah <laughs> so they've been waiting to drop their albums so that they didn't drop them either on the same day to compete for you know streams that day or um one before the other they should have just dropped that shit on the same day like get, mm-hmm. tell my publicist call your publicist let's see who does better right, set it week. up on the same day you guarantee know what I, mean? I do better than you just straight That's out of I'm saying. like pure ego they should have dropped it on the same day Shoulda. Drake was yeah, probably Drake's- like, nah, let's both get this money. You hold off. Yeah. I'll hold off. <laughs> His <laughs> comes out the uh, on the 9th, on the 3rd, something like that. comes out next week sometime. Mm. Um, so I'm curious. I'm not a huge Drake fan. I know. Isn't this one like all love songs or some shit? Yeah, it's like, like baby making music or something like that. I forget what he entitled it. That's what uh, that's what like he's been doing the past what I don't know how many years like he he figured out that that was his crowd and now he just makes music for that. Yes, that's what I figured because yeah, I haven't heard I, him drop anything crazy recently. No, I understand like the uh, the oh it's called Certified Lover Boy September third. Yeah, that's his new album. Yeah, um, I, next time, sorry. I think it's I think it's a uh any a full album an LP. Oh okay. Yeah. It's Kanye's? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Both I feel like I think. most like I feel like fifty percent of Kanye's album is just gonna be him like saying the same word over and over again and like calling it music. So Donda is the name of the album, right? Yeah. The first song is called Donda Chant, and it's just him saying Donda for a full minute. Oh my god. <laughs> so, uh, did I not just fucking call that bullshit? <laughs> and people fucking went to like seven stadiums for that bullshit probably i'm sure so i have a a a family group chat with just my siblings and my two brothers were getting into it today because one of my brothers swears that this is album of the year like contender for album of the year and the other one is like no this song was underdeveloped like 
one of the songs is apparently eight minutes long. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I don't know if he was being dramatic or not. Cause I have not listened to the album yet. I haven't I'm, either. Yeah. Ye- Ye got weird when he started saying, I just told you what I thought I was. I am a God, you know, after, after graduation, <laughs> I started to s- I think he got, him. <laughs> I think he got weird when he got with the Kardashians. Cause didn't he go like broke and now he's rich again. And now he's walking around stadiums with fucking ski masks on and, Yep. What, bro? Yep. That's when he went wild for me. Like when I haven't heard him put out a new song in a while and he started wearing like shit on his face. I'm good. <laughs> started dressing like a bum. I was good. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Holes in not, his clothes. Yeah. At some point, mail. it's not fashion, my dude. At some point, you just look like an asshole. And that's what a, all the celebrities look Preach. like right now. They look like Preach. they're just walking around in fucking thrift shops and throwing on the dumbest shit they can find. And being like, let's see how many GQ fucking cameras we can find when we walk out of here. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it fucking feels like. And they're getting paid all these millions of dollars to talk yep. about this precious clothing they're spending thousands of dollars on. I am fucking dumb asshole. 100% on board with that. Like, fuck, <laughs> like really? So uh, J. Cole went through the same thing. He was like, man, fuck that. Like, all these people buying all this stuff. Like, so now he wears like basketball shorts and a t shirt. Oh, oh, he did? Yeah, so he he looked, he looked like Adam Sandler on the weekends now. <laughs> I fucking love J. Cole. <laughs> I do. It's hilarious. I love how he's always trashing the fucking mumble rappers and shit. That's why yes. I like I was pumped when J. Cole's new album came out because I knew it was going to be the first good music I'd heard in a while. Yeah, fair. Other That's than fair. that, like the only music I've been waiting for was like John Legend or like some shit like that. You know what I mean? You heard the new John Legend album? Uh, I don't know what's it called because I'm pretty sure uh, I got the latest one on CD. It's not a CD. I swear to God, in my damn car, I had to have one in case I lose service. You're Can't rely on service forever. I got to have at least one or two good albums in the damn car. I got Redbone and I got John Legend. Come on, stop. Got them both same week. They both dropped the same week. I can't. Stand Monday and Wednesday. You. Come on. B- bigger love. It, oh, it's not new. It's just his newest. It's just a single, right? No, he's got a whole album. Oh, shit. 2020, though. Damn. I think the last yeah. one I got was 2019. Oh, yeah. This is 2021. He's got a song with uh, Janae Aiko. Janae Aiko. Don't, I, don't correct me. Damn. 2016. Damn. I've been out of it for a minute. 2016, Darkness and Light. That's the album I got in my car. I remember buying oh, it the week you, that it came out. You gone. You way back. <laughs> 2015. Damn, that was right when I got out of the military. <laughs> yeah, Bigger <laughs> Love is his newest, I believe. He got some oh, good shit. ones on there. Yeah, I need to listen. Yeah. Damn, I can't believe he's got a whole album out I haven't listened to. Wake up. Unbelievable. Wake up. I'm telling you, I haven't heard any <laughs> new songs in them. Man, I've been listening to yeah. all the oldies. All of them. That's fair. Oldies bang no matter where you at. Mm-hmm. And don't nobody come for me talking about. 2017 is not oldies. No, we talking early no, no, no. 90s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking Paul Anka, on some, Sam I mean? Cook. Come on. Put me on some on. boys to men. Relax. Some Lauren Hill. Come on. Some Lauren Hill. <laughs> I will, <laughs> I'll fight this fight to the death of me. I think Lauren's hit, Lauren Hill, she saw her, her debut freaking um, The Misdedication of Lauren Hill, right? Everybody is on that one. On that one, something fierce, and I am with you. I hundred percent support you. <laughs> I think that that is a fantastic album. But I would like to introduce you to some of her EPs, 
some of her mixtapes. Mm. There's a song called I Gotta Find Peace of Mind. It's on an unplugged, um, like an MTV put together, some of her live stuff. You need to send me some of these. Send them on over. Come I swear on. to God, to this day, like Lauren Hill is probably my favorite female artist. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's up there, like female rapper, maybe. Female yeah. rapper, she's definitely at the top. I don't think, I mean, Young Ma is the only one that's come anywhere close. Fuck young, Ma young Ma is, so young Ma is just in her own league, man. There's <laughs> yeah, nobody even close. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck with her heavy. That's a good catch. <laughs> that was a like, good those catch. My, like, I'm out of female rappers, like, like I know Cardi B and, and Lizzo and all these people are up at the top right now. But for yeah. me, it's, it's Young Ma and fucking Lauren Hill. That's it. If it's not them two, you better have like Shakira on or some shit. <laughs> you know, in uh, in 2016, Lauren Hill was writing for everybody. Really? Everybody. Because I was thinking to myself one day, I was like, because Lauren Hill, like you, you just call her a rapper too, you know? Yeah. Sis has an amazing voice, but Sis has bars, right? <laughs> bars like like talk to me about the roots bro like talks you know what i mean like she out here but she can sang too and that's how like um hurt in um, my heart sometimes that she don't do both at every single opportunity i know that shit drives me nuts like why are you doing this for somebody else <laughs> but yeah, voice. she wrote uh drake's album what's the one song uh yeah, give me a second for it to come to my brain. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's I think that's how uh, what's her name started. Um, is it Megan Trainer or or there's another girl who's like Megan Trainer? It might, it might even be her. I have no idea. I saw it on like that that uh, thing where it's like carpool karaoke or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that's where I saw it. But she like got her got her fame from like writing songs for other artists and stuff and like Megan Trainer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that, like she just started singing her own shit and got famous off it. I was like, yep. that's fucking awesome. So I was wrong. Twenty eighteen, she was writing everything. The Scorpion album with a Drake Scorpion album and then Cardi B's album that dropped. She was her name is under almost every freaking song. Yes. How do artists feel comfortable like singing other people's shit though? You know, some people are blessed with vocals and some people are blessed with lyricism, you know? I guess I could see that. And some people like me were blessed with, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I could see like somebody going up to like Beyonce or Alicia Keys and being like, can you sing this or whatever? You know right. what I mean? I just right. can't see like asking Drake to do it. No, Drake <laughs> doesn't write. He's not a writer. Beyonce is not a writer either. That's what I'm saying. Like I yeah. can't. I can't picture like going up to Drake or somebody like Drake and asking them oh. to sing one of my songs. I think Beyonce I, or Alicia Keys, I could be like, "Yeah, you have an incredible voice. Can you sing this?" Cr- talk Drake, your shit, King. Drake, Kanye. <laughs> I mean, clearly so, no one's writing Kanye shit. Yeah, clearly. I think Kanye's on his own. I, th- <laughs> I I don't think I don't know if it's them approaching them. Or if, like, I have a sneak, I, I don't know if it's just my my love for Lauren Hill, but I feel like people are like, hey, Lauren, like, can you write some shit for this person? You know? Oh. That's what I think. Maybe. Because I don't think Lauren's hurting for, for writing No, gigs. definitely not. She, <laughs> she wrote the game. She's dedication, you know what I mean? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no She's but gripping nah, like microphones I, from here to Dallas. Oh, that was, man, that that's was so weird. That's reference. so weird to me. I don't know if, God, 
I mean, they got to be like just like that person who's famous has to be looking for people to write shit for them, right? Like just offering be. a huge stack of cash. Has to be. <sighs> That's crazy. I still wouldn't Man. have any confidence like singing some shit that wasn't mine though. I know. I would feel sus about it. But I mean, like, I Lauren said it herself. Like, how many mics do you rip on the daily? Me say many <laughs> money. Like, she was out here telling them, like, <laughs> sign me, bro. Just ask me. I'll do it for you. Me say many money. <laughs> for those who didn't get the reference, it's how many mics by the Fugees. Write it down. <laughs> I feel like she was telling people, like, hey, hey hit me up. I got you. Since day one. <laughs> Since day one. early 90. When when did that album come out? That Fuji's album? When did that album oh, come out? 90, Take your best guess. I'm going to look it up three. right now. Ooh, you're so close. 96. Ah. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, the score was one of my favorites. One of my favorites. I remember getting a whole lesson about Lauryn Hill in like ninth grade or something like that. No shit. I swear to God. I think that's they what started like They teach y'all stuff my- at SciTech? Nah, I didn't go to SciTech, chill. <laughs> chill, you know they're learning shit over there. It's called goddamn SciTech. Now, that we, I was lucky to learn this over at Putnam. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the classes I actually went to. But now nah, I, I, I remember learning about her in like ninth grade or something like that. And I think that's when I started listening to her stuff and really liking her. That's dope. Yeah, I got to learn a bunch about her history. I got a little, bo- little bit more respect for Putnam these days. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, we learn over there. We learn there, and then we learn how to work with our hands, too. Yeah. I say the same about Central. Hey, relax. <laughs> relax. <laughs> Not like my high school too experience. many of us to teach anything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my high school experience really was, like, hella unique. Like, I'd never experienced anything like that before. Like, I think it really yeah. did get you ready for, like, working outside of school. Because you like got to, that. like, just go to, like, a straight shop. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like you were working for an HVAC shop, but mm-hmm. you were in, like, ninth grade or tenth grade or something like that. So you got to pick up all those like rookie mistakes when you were like 16, 17. Yeah. So I thought it was so, cool. So. Yeah. When I moved, so I moved to uh, just outside of Greenfield, we have a Habitat for Humanity house and they had uh, kids from the tech school, like come help build our house basically. Yeah. They yeah. got to like learn and, and shop and then come put it to practice like on actual houses and whatnot. It's pretty dope. Oh, yeah. That's what my school did when I was, I want to say a junior or sophomore. We bought we bought a burned down house in the middle of like downtown Springfield for like a dollar. Um, no because shit. it was just like crumbled basically. Yeah. And so we bought it and then the carpentry oh, shop came in and like demoed it and tore everything down and, no and got it all framed out so that we could, the electric shop could come in and demo all the old wiring and stuff like that and pull everything out. And uh, then that summer, I think the construction kids came in and excuse me built up a new house basically and uh the electric shop came in and got to help wire it up like over the summer and get paid for it and shit like that and that's awesome yeah i got to do hella cool stuff like i got a summer job with the school because i was like top of my class or something hey in my shop yeah and i got to work over the summer and make like three grand or something like that no shit that's a lot to a kid shit (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, in, I think it was maybe my summer between freshman and sophomore year or something like that. If you would have handed me three grand when I was 15, <laughs> 16 years old. <laughs> I bought one of those little miniature laptops so I could watch movies and shit and like fucking download. Oh, um, there you go. 
uh, what was it called? LimeWire and shit. LimeWire. Ruined all <laughs> my computers. Yeah, definitely don't have that computer no more. <laughs> Yo, facts. facts. Nah, but that shit was fucking awesome. That was like hella money. That was the most I'd had. I'd use that money to buy like my school supplies and like a laptop and shit. It was nothing crazy. Nice. Hell yeah. All right, we're getting close to the end. Let's wrap this bitch up because I'm getting fucking tired. Um, oh, I want to let y'all know that we're dropping in. I know usually at the end, I usually do like an outro just like I do my intro. But this week, my buddy sent me over one of his songs. I guess he's got a new album that dropped. I'm definitely promoting some of my buddy's shit. Uh, I haven't listened to the music yet. But y'all listen, let me know what you think. Uh, you can find him on Instagram at underscore stayfitmont. I know he's like a personal trainer. You can hit him up for fitness advice anytime. I always do. He always answers. Um, underscore stay fit. M-O-N-T. Mont. Um, and then his new album just released on all platforms. It's called Layers of Lamont. Definitely look him up. Um, Intellects. I don't know if that's the name or that. Whatever. I think it's called Layers of Lamont. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> but I'm a definitely going to drop one of his songs. I think this one's called Dreams. I hope y'all like it, and we'll see y'all next week. It's Alexis. Those is dreams. New game plan. As a young and LA's where I saw my grand rising. Cash of the shine of the sun, I knew that I wasn't the same. Mind stay on the brand, hard to stay sane. Mama pop, Duke knighted, my crown, my crown. I started when I was young, far from being numb to the pain the journey began. From the controversy I ran, uncle tripped me a blue to this earth, fairly brand new. Mom's was a photo crypt, and said a nigga was straight tripping. Too fly, and way back, deep set tripping. Imagine building so many thoughts deep to it, they route, route. Stuck in between the wall, couldn't escape out, gave out my Monica, nigga, no past the marker. We're doing a crack epidemic. Communities raided. Crew out the road and when the box to fade though. So nice and AZ. Back and forth on a classic. Close to adolescence, but the basic heart to face. Lights of business distresses. Hey, complexes. Ranch was my dreams. Weave through the seams. As the seams seem stress. Happy came. Raps new seem stress. Always gonna be running and gunning towards my dreams. Even when it seems there's no way I can't win. Gotta keep running towards my dreams all the way until the very end. Always gonna be running and gunning towards my dreams. Even when it seems there's no way I can't win. Gotta keep running towards my dreams all the way until the very end. Sat in my class both junior high. Hoping one day I'll be in a double XL. Time went by, wasn't looking for the record sale. Home my lyricism, walking hip hop, quote unquote. Ain't stop too many fables, my niggas push weight. Corner corner, put muscles as they jumped over corners. 12 came with the heaters, begin to snow from there. Nike air boxes dropped with the Coca Air Force rocks. Said to my teacher, fuck. Frock. I played on the fact that one day I can rap like ASAP Rock and do it Many glasses, I was the quiet kid Never resorted doing dirt just to have my pockets Willie lump up, didn't wanna have them loosen knots Between the precinct where they got caught Warring two strikes, avoided striking out At the plate, at the plate Always gonna be running and gunning towards my dreams Even when it seems there's no way I can't win Gotta keep running towards my dreams All the way until the very end Always gonna be running and gunning towards my dreams. Even when it seems there's no way I can't win. Gotta keep running towards my dreams all the way until the very end. Always gonna be running and gunning towards my dreams. Even when it seems there's no way I can't win. Gotta keep running towards my dreams all the way until the very end.
Always gonna be running and gunning towards my dreams Even when it seems there's no way I can't win Gotta keep running towards my dreams All the way until the very end